everyone. I am super lucky to be interviewing the spectacular, spectacular Johan de Maisie. Johan is a brilliant writer and children's author. His debut picture book, Hugo, the Boy with the Curious Mark, is a beautiful, sweet and heartfelt book and I absolutely adore it. I believe Johan is an inspirational author because of his workshops to inspire the next generation of young readers and writers. Also because of his book, which has such a beautiful representation of the LGBTQ plus community in a way that young kids can read and know that they are not alone and that they are loved and accepted. This is just so beautiful. Johan, thank you so much for letting me grow you. Hi everyone. Hi, Himani. Um, uh, thanks for having me today. I'm very excited to start this interview. Thank you for letting me through. It's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to get started? Yeah. Completely unrelated to your work, you love to travel. If you could go anywhere in the world, real or imaginary, where would you love to go? Um, I think I already traveled quite a lot, but there's one place I really, really want to go and I've never been yet. Um, I really dream to see the Hollywood uh, studio where all the cool movies and series are made. Um, I think I would really like to be, you know, just in the middle of the different movie and TV show sets that I really like. I think that would be an amazing thing. Um, if it was an imaginary place, I would definitely pick something like an enchanted forest where a lot of cool things happen, such as you know, witches doing magic and all these kind of things. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I would definitely love to go both to, to both of those places. What would you have to say was your most amazing trip? Um, I think one of my best trip was in Iceland. Um, that was just beautiful. So. It's, it's a very um, interesting country because there's a lot of history around Vikings, witchcraft and all different, uh, you know, mystical creatures. But also, I remember we uh, rented a four-wheel drive and uh, drove around Iceland in winter, which was quite challenging. But um, yeah, it's just so untouched and the landscapes are beautiful. There's volcano, uh, waterfalls, and all these kind of things. And I think the most beautiful thing in Iceland are the um, northern lights, which are very, very beautiful. That sounds amazing. It's it Yeah. I have to go to Iceland. I won't get out. <laughs> now, on to your work, your debut book, Hugo. The Boy with the Curious Mark is now out. How are you feeling that it's out in the world for everyone to see? Um, I think it's a mix of different things. Um, I, I think first of all I'm very um, glad and very um, happy that I had the opportunity to publish the book because you know sometimes it can be a little bit hard to 
to get published for the first time. Um, but yeah, so I'm very thankful for this opportunity, but the book has been published now about one and a half year ago. And um, since then, um, I'm very happy because I received so many different feedback uh, from, you know, country around the world, uh, from kids, from parents, from teachers, and they're all very nice feedback and thank, you know, people are saying thank you so much for writing such a beautiful story. Um, yeah, so it, it has been such a good experience. I'm, I'm very, very happy about it. That's so amazing. It's so nice when you get that feedback. Yeah, and you know, sometimes you're always worried about um, having a little bit of, you know, kind of like bad comments or bad feedback because obviously I'm approaching in a book, um, you know, uh, a topic which can be a bit um, sensitive for some people. Um, I'm talking about diversity, particularly, you know, in LGBTIQ plus community. And I was ready to actually receive some negative feedbacks and I literally had none in nearly two years. So that's, that's pretty amazing. That's incredible. So happy for you. Yeah. <laughs> what was the inspiration behind this book? Um, I think, uh, well, the inspiration of the story is my own story when I was a kid. And I think this is why I um, managed to capture such a powerful um, story and message. And um, yeah, so basically I wanted to write this story um, to make sure that um, kids, you know, can relate to a character in a book and maybe for kids to not go through what I've been through when I was a kid. Um, I didn't have a terrible childhood, but I just remember at school being a little bit bullied and you know, and all these kind of things because um, I would not play football or I would always play with the girls or I was running like a girl apparently. So, you know, all these kind of things that make you quite sad when, you, when you're a kid. And I knew I was different. I just didn't know how, why. Um, yeah, so I think, um, and I hope the book will definitely help kids and parents to talk about this um, topic and eventually make sure they have a beautiful childhood um, without being worried about being different. That's, we need more of the book site, definitely believe in. That's... I agree. <laughs> I think there's a lot of stories that um, are powerful and a lot of stories need to be shared still, you know? So it, it's very important that we, we, we keep working on these kind of topics, for sure. Definitely, because we need, we need more of this representation so kids know that it's okay to feel this way and it's okay to, you know, it's, we need more of this. Yeah. And I think it's interesting also because I had some people asking me why I was trying to expose kids to such a content um, in, when they're young, you know, and they kind of like, oh, as a kid, let them be kid. But I think what they, these people need to realize is that I'm not exposing anything to kids because they already live in a world where there's 
diversity. So the LGBTIQ plus people, the people from different countries, from different you know culture, background, religion. So I'm just I'm I'm representing. I'm not exposing kids' rights. And when I do the workshops in the schools, um, I mean kids nowadays don't don't even look surprised by this kind of stories. They they kind of like yeah cool um, you know. Uh, they, they, most of the time, some of them come to see me after being like, oh, you know, I identify uh, gay or I identify gender freed. And they, you know, this, these kids are probably 10, 11, they're very young, which I think is very brave as well, because there's no way when I was their age, I would come out. But um, yeah, so I think it's important to have this kind of story, because I think you make kids more comfortable with their identity, with who they are, and you also make it okay to be different. You know, we don't want to live in a world where everyone is the same, because that would definitely be very boring, I think. So boring, I was to say. <laughs> that's, that's so incredible that you get all those responses and you get all of that, because I don't think... Yeah. I think this is a highlight of my, um, when I do workshop in primary school, this is definitely the highlight of my day when I have at least three, four kids um, coming to see me after and, you know, just, yeah, they tell me the story, you know, and, and, and that's, that's amazing. It's incredible. Yeah. Another question about Hugo. What would you have to say is your favorite spread out of the book? Um, it's a very hard question because I think, um, in my opinion, every spread is amazing because every spread has a very powerful message. And I think the illustrator did a very good job as well by uh, capturing the image. Uh, yeah, so Manuela Adriani, who is the illustrator, did an amazing job. I was so happy with uh, the book. I could not hope for, you know, uh, better uh, illustration. But if I had to pick one, that would be definitely this one, um, where Hugo get um, comforted by his grandmother. Because um, when I was a kid, um, I was a very sensitive kid, um, and I was also very needy. Uh, and uh, I had a lot of support from my grandmother, my mom, and all my aunties. So I think um, they played a huge part in, you know, in, in, yeah, in my uh, childhood. So I think this spread is probably my favorite one because it reminds me of my uh, relationship with um, female uh, character in my family, if it makes sense. So sweet. I loved that <laughs> spread too. And just the these the illustrations are incredible. They're perfectly captured. Yes, of the book. I feel like the um, even if there there was no text in the book, um, the illustration would nearly tell the story without the writing. Right? I think uh, it's it's just amazing what she did. Um. I see you do workshops for kids. What has been your most embarrassing moment out of those workshops? Um, I don't think I had any embarrassing moment yet, and I hope that will, you know, keep going this way for a while. 
but I think um, most of the time, kid can be a little bit um, funny or surprised about my accent when they don't expect it. Um, and the very young ones are very funny because um, I had one of the kids one day asking um, his teacher, oh, ma'am, why is a tall man, we, but was talking about me, obviously, why is a tall man is speaking so funny? Um, so it, it's not very embarrassing. I think it's quite cute, actually, but uh, yeah. But uh, what I like to do with my accent, because obviously, you know, I have it and there's not much I can do about it. Um, I like to use it as a icebreaker. So most of the time I try to, um, I ask the kid to guess where I'm from or, you know, any kind of thing like this. And then I think it's also a good um, stepping stone to start to talk about diversity, you know, in general, basically, yeah. I love your accent. It is. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I think it's funny also because um, this year I had all these girls coming to me being like, oh my God, I love your accent. I've been watching Emily in Paris and I love it. So they basically knew how to speak uh, a few French words because they watched Emily in Paris. So I thought that was quite funny actually. <laughs> <laughs> Now we are on to the speed round. 10 second yep. answers, no explanations. There's a bell. Okay. What are you writing at the moment? So at the moment I'm writing a few stories. One is about cooking, one is about growth mindset and the other one is about a family member who is losing uh, his memories. What is your favorite meal to eat for dinner? Um, I have to say French food because I really miss it. <laughs> what is your least favorite book genre to read? I think I'm not really into science fiction, like very futuristic things. Um, I, it's quite hard for me to get into it. <laughs> Forgive you. <laughs> what was your worst subject in school? It was actually French. I was terrible at understanding all the different rules and why and how. So yeah, French was terrible for me. Who is your favorite or most inspirational author from your childhood? Um, I, when I was a kid, I really used to like Marcel Pagnol, which is a French writer. And he wrote a lot of books, but two of them were about his childhood, spending summer holidays in the south of France. And I really, I really like these books. Which book character would you love to meet in real life? Um, well, once again, uh, because I'm really into magic and all these kind of things, I really would love to meet Merlin. Uh, and hopefully, you know, the wizard, yep. Yeah. And hopefully you will um, introduce me to all these cool magical friends as well. And then I could meet everyone. <laughs> what is the weirdest thing you have written about? Um, oh, that's a bit of a hard one, this one. So it's not really related to uh, writing stories, but I do believe it will be an email when my so one day I had a house inspection right and I used to live in a house where I was not allowed to have any pets and the landlord sent me an email telling me off because I had a goldfish in a bowl so I had to reply that um, I don't think my goldfish is going to damage anything in a house 
and also mentioned that he was a goldfish and not a whale. <laughs> I guess this is the most weird thing that I had to write. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Maybe he thought he would jump and break the, you know, the kitchen bench or whatever. I don't know. Like that was very weird. <laughs> If you could go anywhere in the world and write about that place, where would you go? So I think I would go in France, in Brittany, where half of my family lives. It's, um, it's a Celtic uh, area in France, and there's a lot of uh, very cool story and legend. And there's even a uh, kind of enchanted forest, which is called Brocelian, where um, Merlin used to live, so I, I would love to write about that one day, it's pretty cool. That would be amazing. Yeah. What's your biggest achievement so far? I think my biggest achievement, sorry, was to come in Australia eight years ago to not speak a word of English. Um, I learned English uh, by myself, I didn't go to any English schools. And I mean, look at me eight years after, I published a book, I'm studying at university in a different language, which is English. Um, so yeah, I think this is my biggest achievement for sure. That's an amazing achievement. Thank you. <laughs> Do you have any advice to share with young writers? Yeah, I think, uh, I think again, there's so many important and powerful stories I need to be shared still, that if, if anyone out there seems to have a story that is gonna make, that's gonna have an impact on people, please write the story, put it on paper, ask feedback from friends, family, teachers, whatever, maybe your, your, you know, the bookshop or next to your, your house, whatever, and, you know, just try to submit it to a publisher. Who knows? Um, it's how it started for me. You know, I had I had a story. Uh, I've been encouraged to put it on paper, and then I submitted to a publisher to see what would happen. And you know, I, um, the book was published. So yeah, take a chance, definitely. <laughs> Amazing advice. Thank you so much for letting me grill you. Well, thank you very much for having me and, you know, asking all these fun questions. I think that was pretty cool, you know, so I'm always happy to share a little bit about myself and my work. So, yeah, that's cool. Make sure to check out Johan on his social media and buy the book. It's amazing. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.